Hello everyone, this is Bonnell with the J6 Insurrection Podcast. It is Sunday, the, I believe the 20-something, I don't know, I never know what date it is. I know the day, I just don't know the um, date. But, I really don't know where to begin because I do this, well I've been doing it weekly, and it's difficult to keep up with all of the, um with all of the Trump troubles that have uh, soiled um, our land. And I was really, I mean, this is like the third or fourth take that I've done for this beginning because I really don't know how to start. It's unfortunate that the 45th President Donald J. Trump has decided to um, go to war. I mean, that's what he's doing. Um with the United States of America. And I, I'm not sure if his followers really understand um, what they're doing, but I think they need to stop. And their leader of their cult, um, if this was any other individual in the United States, they would have uh, put away by now. And I'm not saying in jail, I'm saying in an insane asylum, because what this individual is doing is um, lunacy he is a lunatic and if the uh, justice department and the executive and the legislative and the judicial don't start doing their job and um reining this in what they're working on called the united states of america and the people who put them there um is in peril they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And if they're not following and or abiding by their oath of the Constitution of the United States, they have no business in their seat. And if they are unable to do the duty that is set forth, they need to be uh, removed. And if they won't do it, um, and if they won't make that decision themselves, it has to be done for them. And it's called Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. It's really not that difficult. And anyone in any other position in the United States would have been dragged out by their nails by now. But because, um, and, you know, in, in a way, Trump kind of has revealed, the GOP has revealed um, a great deal. And, I, and I'm going to begin by saying he needs, Donald J. Trump needs to stop using the salute to his cult followers. Stop using the military salute, you traitor. You lost your right to that that privilege, and he can come up with his own. You know, um, Hitler had, you know, the Heil Hitler raising the hand, and he's basically doing the same thing with our salute. So he needs to come up with some other gesture that signifies the MAGA cult. Because he doesn't get to use the salute. And he, you know, he's brilliant at that because he's, you know, in front of the flag. And then, you know, he's in front of that uh, dilapidated aircraft. I don't even know what it is, but it's a, it's a great symbol of who he is because it looks kind of like it's from the 70s. And it's really weird shaped. So that means it's not new. And then he's got all the flags lined up and then he's saluting. Listen. Uh, Mr. PR stuntman grifter, you need to pack up your tent 
and leave immediately. And, you know, I'm not going to really, that's not what I do. I don't try to make up things to insult him about, but I'm just responding to current events and what's actually happening. And some of his latest tweets have to be alarming. And I think there's something called a sense of urgency that needs to happen because he is, you know, I call it the triple D effect. He says, uh, defeated, discredited, and totally disgraced. That's what he says. And then he follows that up with death and destruction. So he's got the whole, you know, the the D effect. Um, Defeated, discredited, totally disgraced. And he's increasingly becoming darker and darker, especially with the death and destruction that can ensue, um, you know, his cult followers. They're crazy. And um, the Justice Department is putting the American public in danger. And I don't know if they're not following through with arresting this guy because he's the president. He was the president. And whoever said he was because he never really followed his oath. So I don't know if that, you know, counteracts his role because he was impeached. So, you know, there's a lot going on. And... You know, just in the past few days, you know, they're going for the the ringleaders, you know, all the president's men, beginning with Mark Meadows. And I've been talking about Mark Meadows for two years, and I believe he's probably in hiding because you haven't seen that fucking asshole in two years. And Mark Meadows is a, a character, and he was the ringleader, you know, in the circus uh, tent, rallying up his allies so that they go out and do what they've done. And it's sad that the media doesn't do their job and inform the public of what really is going on. And when I say really going on, they don't talk about what he's done. And what he's done is undisputed, fake electors, getting Pence to try to subvert the the passing of the power. And I can go on and on and on. Not only that, but what he did in Georgia, Rico, racketeering. He wasn't calling up those people for recipes. He was calling up those people to change the fucking vote. And then you have Sidney Powell, and I keep going on and on and on. And then they're saying, um, what national security levers was Trump trying to pull? Literally, that's what he's doing. He's pulling levers. And that's the part that they're not talking about. And that's why they're bringing... And I have a list of all the people, but Mark, remember Mark Meadows. He's the one that they need to um, start squeezing so that they can get the information out of him. Because right now, he's in hiding and Pence isn't talking. And they are all the ones that know where all the bodies are buried. And Trump buried a lot of bodies across this great land. And the reason that you're not hearing from them is because that fucking asshole Trump has been fighting them in court because of executive privilege. And finally, they pull that veil back, and now they're going to start squealing. So now you're going to, and I'm not talking to my fans, I'm talking to to the cult followers who are still living in Fox Neverland, where... You know, they think that the cabal is running the country and the deep state. The deep state is called um, our government. And you can call it deep state, but what they do is they keep you psychopaths in check. 
So, you know, it's a great strategy. But, um, you know, I was telling somebody earlier today, you know, you can get on Fox Propaganda Network and say the, you know, the earth is square because they let you. But when you're in court, you can't because facts, you know, it's it's the fact. So, you know, the national, these national security levers that he was trying to pull, and then he was trying to get people in the Department of Defense to do certain things, and we don't really know quite yet what those things were, but what it sounded like was he was doing a lot of nefarious things on the back end, and that's the part that we don't know about. And hopefully they're going to put a gag order on him because i call it gag order du jour because he is an orange menace and the courts have said he committed crimes and he's a clear and present danger to national security and place a prior restraint on speech and inspiring violence he's the poster child for exactly this he is the poster child for prior restraint on speech and inspiring violence that's what he does. That's what he is doing. That's what he did on J6. And I can go on and on and on about how he is completely insane. And then, you know, he gets in front of his followers and he says that his statements are beautiful. Beautiful statements. Here are some beautiful statements. That's what he calls when he um, calls the Secretary of State of Georgia and tries to um, uh, conspire and corrupt him so that he can give him the votes that he needs in order to um, complete the coup d'etat, okay? And then, you know, I mean, you could just keep going down the list. And then him with the baseball bat um, swinging it at at the DA Bragg, the District Attorney Bragg. And... I mean, if you don't call that violence, I don't know, inciting violence, I don't know what it is. And what's frustrating to me is how they're using the fact that he was the president um, once. And I would dispute that um, whoever said he was president, because the way he's currently acting, I would say is uh, not very presidential. And... And, and, the, and the part that's frightening is that his cult followers are, um, you know, down in Texas, Waco, Texas. I mean, can you, I mean, remember Waco? I mean, it was a siege. And um, in um, retaliation to the federal government, those people were religious nuts and then started everything on fire and shot each other. So that is the image and the analogy that Trump is trying to place on us. And I find it insulting that his allies and followers don't see that. And he has nothing to hide, so he says. And he's fighting the courts currently, blocking Pence from talking. But I don't really think Pence wants to talk. I think Pence is... They probably got something on him, and that's why he walks around like he's doped up all the time because he's not making any sense. And, you know, he says he's part of the Senate when he was the vice president. So if he doesn't know the difference between the two, that's more his problem than ours. And he keeps saying that, you know, he's trying to ride the fence on both sides. And I'm sorry, but it doesn't work that way. He 
in defense of the Constitution and his his duty as a vice president, he needs to start talking. And I don't understand why he continues to fight that in court. And Trump continues to say that he did nothing wrong, not even a little bit wrong. And he said that four times. So Trump is out there on the horn on you know all his media platforms that he is invested in. And he says, not even, I quote, not even a little bit wrong. And attorney-client attorney privileges means nothing anymore. They can't lie anymore for him. That really is the problem because, you know, they lifted that attorney-client privilege because when your um, criminal attorney is actually a criminal, you know, it's like you have a criminal attorney and an attorney that's a criminal, That those are his attorneys. And, uh, you know, Taco Penis was out on the, you know, they, I was the one who coined that term, Taco Penis, by the way. Um, and it's it's online, but anyway, uh, you know he's out there uh, fucking saying that uh, death and destruction, and Trump wants death and destruction, and his people are pretty much supporting that. So I I really think that the time has come that the GOP leadership, if that's even a thing anymore, they need to start recognizing that they're violating their oath, and. Uh, their oath um, is more important than an orange menace. And you want to talk about politicizing the, the presidency? This fucking hack that we can't cancel? You know, I said this before. Him and his family, they're like a reality TV show that we can't cancel. They're like, they just keep going and going and like the real housewives of whatever. This is like the real housewives of, of Washington and he's the main character and they you know it's a show that just keeps going and they're like the train wrecks and the dead bodies and the fucking corruption and the death and uh discredit i mean it's everything and you're not able to turn it off kind of like fox network where they make you have their tv station on your cable bill so you're paying 20 something extra dollars I, I don't know if the number is correct, allegedly, but you're paying to have that cable station, all that network propaganda, right into your home, on your network, on your cable bill. So Fox, I think, deserves to give everyone a refund. That, um, and if I was a Fox person, I, you know, the. the that was redirected anger, is what Fox did and the GOP. They redirected these poor individuals, Americans, to go um, fight a fight that wasn't theirs, to turn against their own country. And that really is the, the greatest um, error on Trump's side, is that he turned his own people against other Americans. And I don't know about you, but that has to be the most un-American fucking thing that a politician has ever done. And I can't remember what state it was. I think it's either Idaho or Iowa. The governor just reinstated the firing squad as a, a form of punishment. And I would say that Donald J. Trump, the 45th president, is a great candidate for a firing squad. Because if it was any other century, they would have pulled his ass out 
on the field and shot him right there for what he's done to this country. And the problem is, is that nobody in this country, the media or the, the talking heads or the podcast or anybody else is actually saying what they need to do to this guy. They're saying, oh, the courts can't get him. Well, guess what? He was the commander in chief. He was responsible for our troops and he led them um, as a traitor. So him right now is up in the air of what they should do to him. And, you know, they're saying, I even said he'll never go to jail. But guess what? He drew first blood. He needs to be held accountable for what he's done. And anyone else in the military, because remember, he's the commander in chief, so he has to abide by those rules and regulations. And according to the UCMJ, you're, if you're a traitor, there are things that must happen to you because you've gone against your country. And this fucking asshole has done that right in the open. And our government doesn't do anything about it because they don't have a sense of urgency. Okay, so the federal judge has ordered Mark Meadows and other former top aides to Donald Trump to testify before a federal grand jury investigating the former president's efforts to overturn the election that led to the January 6th insurrection. Those are the people that I was talking about. I wouldn't worry about anyone except Mark Meadows, um, Cipollone, and some other ones, Berman, and there's a few other guys. But all these people, uh, they were either asked or tasked with finding out what they can do to um, take this election down. So buckle up, babies. Corcoran, I mean, I'm not going to even talk about him. That motherfucker's going down. Um, uh, so I was going to talk about Putin. And, you know, I think one thing that's important to know about Putin and that Chinese emperor whatever the fuck he is you know i don't know why people in america get their panties in a bunch about uh china china is a copycat they've copycatted everything from us and they're doing it they've done it you can call it ip intellectual property um theft but what they do is they just copy they're copycatters okay that's what they do and they're brilliant at it and now they're using you know the master or no the student is now becoming the master and America needs to step up and start putting them back in check. And the, the issue is, is that we're too nice. And China needs a good punch right in the face and knock a few of their teeth out, right? Because asking them not to do anything anymore is not working. So what China and Russia needs is a good punch in the mouth. And no one's better at that than the United States of America. So I don't understand why, why they're making Americans... Um, stand with their tail between their legs as if China is some sort of force. Okay? Having a billion people doesn't make you strong. Actually, it makes you weak. Okay? They've already tried to poison us with the pandemic because that's what they did. And e eventually the truth will come out. But every virus that comes out of wherever either comes out of China or they're making it. And then they're... Um, balancing or thinning the herd back in their country okay they're communists they're I, see the problem is that we allowed them to play in our in our in our parks and um you know somebody along this a uh, history line 
thought that China being a, a friend was a good idea when, you know, for 5,000 years they've been ruling and they think they're better than everyone, when in fact they're not. They're nothing but a bunch of copycatters. And I never said anything about China, but somebody's got to say something about them because that's what they are. Um, so you got China and Putin. I mean, Putin and their country. The only reason that we pay attention to them is because they got nuclear weapons. And they may use them. <laughs> so, you know, that's going to be a problem for us um, uh, if they decide to nuke a, a city. So um, either the GOP uh, starts defending our country and the people in it, all of them, not just some of them, um, you can um, rest assured that your future is not going to look so bright. It'll be bright because it'll be a... Um, a nuclear uh, mushroom flying over our, our waters and you'll be able to thank the traders who have done what they've done and I know that sounds uh, ominous but uh, that's what you call reality not truth reality but reality I even think it's dark for myself I'm sorry about that but you know it's it's the, on the eve um, it's getting serious, and, uh, you know, they're talking about Ron DeSantis, and Ron DeSantis was asked where he was on 9-11. I think that guy's Pierce Morgan. I don't watch it, but I saw, like, a clip of it, and what stood out to me about Ron DeSantis, number one, he's got a pancake face. It looks like somebody hit him in the face with a frying pan is... He's fat with a flat face. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, how does he not know where he was on 9-11? Um, and he did say that, oh, I was just graduating college and I, you know, I was just living my life. Really? One of the worst days in American history of, of us being attacked and he can't pinpoint where he was or what he was doing or thinking on 9-11? He shouldn't be president, period. And, you know, this is the problem with the GOP is because what you see is not necessarily what you get. So here they have this um, empty vessel called Ron DeSantis, and they put a suit on Fatso, old flat pancake face. And, you know, he says talking points and he try. You know, and I saw him today and he, he's um, he's a character. Let's just say that. Um, and he'll implode eventually. But to me, it's very telling. How could he not know where he was on 9-11? Don't you find that weird? Like, everybody knows where they were. You know, it's like asking somebody when a Hindenburg went down. Like, where were you? Oh, I was just, you know, hanging out at college, not really thinking about anything. Well, guess what? Um, that doesn't make for a good leader. So Trump, the asshole, says this is the central issue of our time. No, asshole, this is your central issue of your time. See, he tries to, what he's doing brilliantly is making his problems our problems. And it's unfortunate that he has decided to do that, but um, he is and is doing it currently. And I really hope that his um, cult followers are prepared for um, the orange menace to be um, put, on the, uh, put on the stand and told to um, tell the truth because he can't. So he's going to plead the fifth and then it, it, we're just going to go round and round and round. So you know what? If Trump is such a man, 
and such a leader what a leader will do for his country will take a bullet for his country so what he needs to do is take this um take this responsibility and um your accountability for what you've done to this country and um like a man but see he can't because he's um a draft dodging orange menace but anyway i know i've been going on and on and on but um you know i i really think that the next time that i come on is going to be you know he's indicted and who knows which one's going to be first is it going to be um the new york case or atlanta or the j6 case i think the j6 case is going to take a little bit longer because you know you have to be very careful and i understand that but at the same time he never gave the constitution any respect so why should the constitution give him any respect and i'm going to leave it there so ladies and gentlemen i certainly hope that you have a wonderful um week and maybe i'll jump on during the week uh when he um, is indicted i don't know if it's really that important but you guys have a wonderful day bye-bye